Welcome back to another episode of Sex, Love, and What Else Matters. Hi, Lukey Buki. <laughs> Hi, honey. I don't know why I called you that just now. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Have we had a wild week. Um, I apologize for the lateness of this episode as well as the sound of my voice if it sounds weird to you because I'm a little under the weather today. Oh, man. That's awful. Yeah, it's really shitty. But I'm fine and I'm excited to talk about our crazy weekend. Yeah, which your voice could be the result of. Oh, it totally could be from hugging like 300 people. It definitely could. And talking a lot and smiling. Exactly. So if you don't know what we're talking about, we are talking about BravoCon. Fucking BravoCon. Or what is it? Bravo, Bravo, fucking BravoCon. I don't actually know where that came from. So someone email me and tell me, I think it's like a housewives thing, the Bravo, Bravo, fucking Bravo. But I heard it a lot um, on Sunday. So yeah, Luke and I went to BravoCon. Surprise. We were not expecting to go. We had no idea that we were going to go. This came up like super last minute a few days before Sunday. So I'll just kind of run you guys through what happened. We were in Colorado. I went to Colorado for a week and which we told you guys last week we were there and we were planning on leaving on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Which we did. Which we did. But when we were there, what, so I guess we got the call on Wednesday. I think so. I that, think yeah, so. Yeah, that sounds right. Something like that. Um, so we get this call from my manager being like, yo, need to talk to you. Super fucking important. I'm like, cool. And he's like, can you go to BravoCon this weekend? And I was like, whoa, dude. Okay. We're leaving Colorado. We're driving back. We're taking two days this time because I just didn't want to rush. Luke loves driving a good like 17 hour, 16 hour, whatever it is. But we decided to... I don't love the drive, babe. I love... Getting through it. I love one day of travel instead of two because it still ends up being two full days or one full long day. True. That's kind of, that's the way I look at it. Did you like it this time around though? So we stopped in Flagstaff, Arizona because it was like a nice little halfway point and we stayed at the coolest hotel. We did the the High Country Motor Lodge in Flagstaff. Which sounds by the name of it, not so cool. It kind of sounds like your camper in a motel and you know, not great. Like not even a vending machine, maybe HBO. Like to me, that's what it sounds like. And it's this super rad, like off the beaten path, 1960s vibe. They like spin vinyl. I don't know. It's like on route 66. It's really cool. They actually have a cassette player in the room with their cassettes. It's, I don't know. It was really cool. It was so cool though for Kristen that she went shopping in their general store. Oh, I, I went a little ape shit. You went a little crazy. I want, I bought an $18 bottle of matches. (laughs) Oh man. And a hundred dollar flask. The flask was well worth it. It's pretty badass though. It's like, you know, the old style whiskey bottles that are ceramic or clay Mm -hmm. that are then glazed. It's like that, but in a flask form, it's, it's really sick. Cork and leather. And anyway, it was just really fun. So back to BravoCon. So essentially we knew that we were going to be taking these two days. That's what we had decided. And that would give us like, we'd come back to LA on Friday. We'd have Friday night and then leave Saturday. Well, okay. Let me talk about my original plan. (laughs) 
So as I'm like freaking out going, can I make this work? Okay. Well, I had to book my own travel. Yes, I was compensated by Bravo for it, but I still had to like plan everything. My own my own travel, my own glam, my own hotel room. I'm like, motherfucker. Do you know how busy Vegas is during BravoCon? So this is the first BravoCon in Vegas, you guys. I went to the very first BravoCon 2019 in New York. There was a second one last year, I think. Yeah, after the pandemic in New York. This year it was in Vegas. Well, also, there's a U2 concert at the Sphere. Also, there's like Formula One car racing shindig. So Vegas is like popping more than usual. And I'm like, how the hell am I going to get a flight? How the hell... Am I going to get a hotel? What am I going to wear? How am I booking glam in Vegas? Like what? Oh my gosh. So my first thought was I'm going to bring my girlfriend, Chantel, who's a makeup artist. I will fly there on Sunday morning at the ass crack of dawn. I will get there an hour before I need to be at BravoCon. We will do my makeup in a car. I'll show up do all the things I'm going to do, and then I'm going to fly right back home. This made perfect sense to me. Then after a while of talking about it with Luke and kind of looking at all the travel plans, I was like, this is batshit bonkers. What am I thinking? <laughs> yeah, the timing the timing wasn't going to work out with the morning flight either. Yeah, yeah that, it was pushing it a little too much. Yeah, a lot of too much, I think. So then, you know, speaking back and forth through um, our NBC and Bravo contacts, I realized that it is way better, way better idea to actually just fly in Saturday, but I'm like, damn it. Okay. We need, we need to get dog sitters for all three dogs. Luckily our friend Michael pulled through on that. Thanks, Michael. You rock. So Luke and I end up leaving Saturday night and my friend, my lover, my PR, Jen, I love you to pieces, helped me with the hotel room. She booked glam for me. She was my handler. She took care of me as she always does. Jen, I love you. Sorry for the shout outs. I know you guys get annoyed with me, but it's worth it. And we get, we finally get to Vegas at like 9 p.m. And I know we have to be up. I have to be up for makeup at 7 a.m., I have three things scheduled for BravoCon. I'm, I'm pretty excited because it's been a hot minute since I've been with the Bravo fam, as we all know. I was shunned by them a few years back. Now they've accepted me with open arms and, you know, I'm pretty excited. All my friends are there. The fans, we have the best fans in the world. I don't care what any other network, any other like television show says, Bachelor Nation ain't got nothing on the Bravo fans. I, don't I think, said it. Do they have, I don't think they have Bachelor Con. No, they don't. You know, maybe that's an idea. Hey. No. Okay. It wouldn't be as good as BravoCon. You're right. It probably wouldn't. I'm just saying. We have the best fans in the world. You guys are fucking amazing. Booking tickets, flying from all over the country, from all over the world. How many people I met from Australia and from England, from South America? Like, it blew my mind. So anyway, Luke and I get in to Vegas, like 9 p.m., get to our hotel, check in. I'm like, mama's ready to go to bed. I want to order some shitty in-room dining, <laughs> rent a dumb, expensive movie, and go to sleep. But this is our first time in Vegas together. It is. I think third time or fourth that Kristen's been to Vegas since we started dating, but our first time together. Yeah. And When's so the last I, time you were in Vegas? Oh, man. Let me think. Well, not just a layover. Like, actually. No, like, when were you in Vegas? Uh, it's been years. I'd say maybe 2019. And how many times? Well, that makes sense because of the pandemic and stuff. Yeah. Um, how many times have you been to Vegas? Four or five. Oh, probably. wow. Yeah. It's different when you live in California. It is. I had never been to Vegas when I lived outside of California. And now I 
like over many years, I feel like I've been there every five seconds because it's like a four hour drive, 45 minute flight. Yeah. A lot different being in Los Angeles, going to Vegas than about anywhere else. Yeah. Support for today's episode comes from OneSkin. We all know fall brings with it a certain magic, but it also brings the challenge of dry, dull skin. OneSkin has the must-have skincare that'll make you say goodbye to those cold winter blues and hello to skin that's hydrated, healthy, and glowing all year round thanks to their revolutionary OS1 peptide. Healthier, more youthful-looking skin doesn't just look great, which we all want, obviously, but it's good for your overall wellness, too. Make OS1 your secret weapon to combat cold-weather skin dryness and bring back the healthy, hydrated glow you thought was only reserved for summer days. Head over to oneskin.co and explore how their products can become your skin's new cold weather savior. For a limited time, our listeners can get 15% off OneSkin with our code DOTI at oneskin.co. OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. And let me tell you, OneSkin creates next level skincare. I love their sunscreen so much. It's an amazing tinted SPF. Do you guys know how important it is? to wear sunscreen every single day, even in the winter. One skin blends so evenly, never makes my skin look dry, yet it seems to be more of a matte finish cannot complain here. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. OneSkin addresses skin health at the molecular level, targeting the root causes of aging so skin feels and appears younger. It's time to get started with your new face, eye, and body routine at a discounted rate today. Get 15% off with the code DOTI at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code Doty. We only have one body, one skin, and only you can choose to make it better. Age healthy with one skin. Addie. Ladies, did you know that one of the most common complaints from women about their sexual health is a frustrating low libido? Our sex drives can decline, but it's also treatable. Addie, or Flubanserin, is FDA approved and has been clinically proven to increase sexual desire in certain premenopausal women who are bothered by a low libido. So if you feel like you've lost your desire and want to get it back, stop falling for the snake oils and ask your doctor about Addie today or go to Addie.com. That's A-D-D-Y-I.com. Addie is for premenopausal women with acquired generalized hypoactive sexual desire disorder, HSDD, who have not had problems with low sexual desire in the past, who have low sexual desire no matter the type of sexual activity, the situation, or the sexual partner. The low sexual desire is troubling to them and is not due to a medical or mental health problem, problems in the relationship, or medicine or other drug use. Addy is not for use in men or to enhance sexual performance. Your risk of severe low blood pressure and fainting is increased if you drink one to two standard alcoholic drinks close in time to your Addy dose. Wait at least two hours after drinking before taking Addy at bedtime. Your risk of severe low blood pressure and fainting is also increased if you take certain prescriptions, over-the-counter or herbal medications, or have liver problems. Low blood pressure and fainting can happen when you take Addy even if you don't drink alcohol or take other medicines. Do not take if you are allergic to any of the ingredients in Addy. Allergic reactions may include hives, itching or trouble breathing. Sleepiness, sometimes serious, can occur. Common side effects include dizziness, nausea, tiredness, Difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep and dry mouth. See full PI and medication guide, including box warning at addy.com forward slash PI or call 844-PINK-PILL. Go to addy.com and use code DOTI for a $10 telemedicine appointment to find out if Addy is right for you. So we're in Vegas. Luke's like, I want to play craps and let's just go get dinner, just the two of us. And of course, because it's BravoCon, I have all of my Vanderpump friends and other Bravo people, like they're out at this crazy dinner at like Hakkasan and these people are here and these people are here. And I'm just like, man, I'm in a t-shirt and sneakers and a hat and I'm just not feeling like I want to get ready tonight, take my makeup off and then get ready in the morning. So 
we do end up, however, we're, we're walking to this like Mexican place. We can't find it to save our lives, but we're like, let's just grab this cool little canteen of food. Like this will be good enough. And then we'll watch a movie. And we run into our friend, Rob Evers, who you guys I'm sure know as Bo's best friend. We run into Rob outside of a, a little bar called S bar in the Mandalay Bay in the Mandalay Bay, in Mandalay Bay. And um, we had a few other friends there. Kate Chastain was there, which was super fun to hang out with her. And my friend Joe and just some other people. So we're like, all right, fuck it. Let's go into S-Bar. Now, mind you, I am not drinking because at this point now it's what time? It's probably like 10. It's 10. We got down there at 10 when we were getting turned around. Like, do we go this way or that way to get to the Mexican joint? Yeah. So anyway, but I'm not drinking because I have learned my lesson over many times in Vegas, whether we were filming Vanderpump Rules, whether I was just going with my friends, but mostly if I was going for like any type of appearance or for work. The last thing I want to do is go out and party and get shit-faced and have very little sleep and wake up feeling like garbage, looking like garbage, not wanting to do what I'm there to do. So I was like, I'm not drinking tonight. I am going to be super responsible and go to bed early and just feel like I'm on top of the world tomorrow. So we hang out at S-Bar for a little bit and I'm just, I was, I was kind of a negative Nancy. I was just very overwhelmed because I wasn't in the Vegas mindset. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you got got to be in the Vegas mindset where you're like, fuck it, let's grab drinks. Or if you're not drinking, you're like, I want to go gamble. And I'm like, I'm, I'm in it to win it. Like, I love this oxygen filled room. That's going to keep me up all night for fucking no reason at all. I just wasn't there for sure. No. So we kind of skipped over some of the drama prior to even getting to Las Vegas because oh, the fact that you came, you're right. I'm sorry. Well, the fact that I came and that it was like, you're like, okay, I, I guess I should go. Okay. Now I'm not going. You're okay. Right. I'm going to go. I'm going to invite Chantel. Oh no, we definitely can't go. You're right. This did happen. It was this back and forth, back and forth thing. And then you were still packing the morning we were leaving. Yes. Because you had to find like one outfit. I had like a little gym bag is all I brought because I'm a <laughs> to dude. To be a man. I'm a dude and I'm staying one night somewhere. I'm going to be there less than 24 hours. No, I don't need a suitcase. To be fair, I only brought my small carry-on suitcase and a very large duffel bag. But I did ha- I did bring a couple options. I think I packed fairly, like res- I was pretty reserved. You like. didn't check a bag for 20 hours <laughs> away from the apartment. So okay. it wasn't quite over the top. Calling me out on my shit. But you are right. I was a bit of a stress case. <laughs> I'm like, Luke, do I go? He's like, babe, I don't know. Like, do you want? Yeah, I think you should go. Well, I don't, I don't even know if it's worth it. Okay, well then don't go. Wait, so you don't think I should go? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how it went. But ultimately I, I was saying, I think it would be more benefit to do this, to get, yes. to go do it. There's like, you haven't been back there. I, di- I didn't even know that the first one was in 2019. I thought this yeah. has been going for a long time. Mm-mm. So, I mean, obviously all of you listening, like fans and everything, I don't know. It just seems like it makes sense. Yeah. So it, it came down to, um, I was planning on bringing my friend Chantel with doing the makeup, even maybe having her come the night before with me. She had a job all weekend. Then I find out from Bravo that they want Luke there. And to have Luke go the night before with me made more sense. They had like wristbands for him. And so I was like, okay, this is, I'm not, this is exactly what's supposed to happen. Lean into exactly what's supposed to happen. So that's what happened. And it felt nice to have you go, babe. Like I wanted you to be there with me. Well, thanks. That's good. I'm I'm glad you wanted me to be there. Well, of course. But meaning like I really, not just I wanted you to travel with me, not just I wanted you to be in Vegas, but like I wanted you at BravoCon with me. Like I wanted to be hanging out with you, even though I was working the whole time. Yeah. I was like the 
semi-security support system. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't do any of the meet and greets and everything. For anyone that was there that's listening now, uh, I did meet some people. Mm-hmm. I took a couple pictures, but I was standing off to the side, kind of just hanging out. Yeah, talked to some producers, saw a few people from Vanderpump. Brock was really the only one I talked to uh, as far as the guys go. Um, but yeah, it was it was interesting. Yeah. And so I, I ran to Urban Outfitters like the day before and I was like, fucking have something. Urban Outfitters is for now tweens. Um, the skirts would not even cover my vagina. Like I could not wear anything there, but I found a really cool jacket. I had a really good fit. It was like a duster and plaid and I was feeling my fall fashion. Fuck you to anybody who made fun of me and said I was wearing a raincoat. I thought I looked awesome and I was quite comfortable. I was also really smart and I wore flat boots because I walked, I don't even know how many thousands of steps that day. You can check. I can check. Oh, I didn't have my phone on me the whole day though. You didn't? My No, my, my handler did. Oh, that's right. She was holding your bag. Yeah, I didn't have my bag. So I didn't look at my phone. I didn't check my phone. But anywho, we get to BravoCon and essentially I was with Jackson Brittany and very last minute, the fans were very surprised. Most people did not know that we were coming at all. Some people with their tickets and all of their like BravoCon stuff mapped out did get a heads up, I think on Saturday that we were going to be there on Sunday. And you know what, all of you fans, I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times, and I'll say it a million more. You guys are the tits. You guys are the best. Everyone was so kind, so positive, so wonderful. I think a lot of people were a little confused, maybe why we were there, because every single person that came up to me, they were like, you're going to be on Vanderpump Rules next year. Oh my gosh, you guys are back on Vanderpump. So here it is. We are not back on Vanderpump. (laughs) Surprise! We are not back on Vanderpump, but I do think there's another show that is called The Worst Kept Secret in Bravo history that I'm not allowed to say the name of, but I'm pretty sure everybody knows about. They did not announce this show at BravoCon this year, but again, it's The Worst Kept Secret. So I think that's why they had us come so last minute. It's the only thing I can make sense of. Well, that, and I'll say from my perspective, okay. the Kristen Jackson, Brittany lines to like do pictures, these meet and greets and everything. I think because you, you were only there for probably one day and people hadn't seen you in so long. You guys had the longest lines. We did. Everybody was super <laughs> excited to see you guys. It was, it was pretty cool. We did get to do this really cool, like stand and like let everyone take like selfies with you and pictures and stuff. And there were all these lines and it was like all the Vanderpump people lined up. I think there were like four different backdrops or something. Five. Five backdrops. And we did have the longest line. And I love all of you for waiting. Thank you for being patient when Brittany had to pee for like 20 minutes. Everyone that was just so kind and was like giving us hugs and saying things about Mariposa to me. And especially those of you who brought up the podcast or my book, you made me emotional And I really appreciate you all more than you know. Luke, did you think you were going to be recognized? I had a feeling there would be one or two. From Instagram. From Instagram. um, I I just realized at BravoCon that people listen, the people that listen to our podcast, if they don't follow us on Instagram, they don't know what the fuck you look like. (laughs) Exactly. That's why I I actually had a response when people would say, I recognize you from the podcast. And I'm like, are we releasing video? (laughs) Well, we've done a little bit of video on Instagram though. So if they're not, if they don't follow me or you on social media, you're right. They don't even know what you look like. Right. It's never crossed my mind. And you guys, yes, we want to do fucking video on this podcast. We are working on it when we're not in the studio. 
The problem is we haven't been in the studio a whole lot, but we are working on making our own like home studio type situation because yeah, we want to record video for you too. Duh. Totally. So everyone can recognize me from the podcast. <laughs> That's the whole point here. So everybody knows what Luke Your looks beautiful like. beautiful blue eyes. So yeah, so how did you feel being at BravoCon? Uh, you know, it was honestly about exactly what I expected. Really? When I asked you, like, when we were going there, like, what do you think it's going to be like? Or I was like, you have no, I think I said, you have no idea what BravoCon is like. Like, it's wild. And you said, oh, is it going to be like Kyle Chan's party where people like come up and ask you for photos? And I was like, oh, sweetheart. No, 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 no. <laughs> These people are there for all things Bravo. They, most of the fans that go, like the tickets are not cheap. Guys, I petition they should be less expensive, by the way. But they watch every fucking show. Like probably all the below decks. I don't even know how many there are. There's a lot of below decks. So when you say you expected that, that surprises me as all. Well. well, I guess it was maybe that we talked that beforehand, but at Kyle Chan's party, it was, that was the most exposure I've had to people recognizing Kristen and can I get a picture? 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 And so I was like, okay, it's going to be a lot more of that. And there's probably going to be people there cheering and super excited and surprised to see Kristen. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much how it went. It's so wild and weird to me still. And I don't think I'll ever get used to it. I really don't. Like I'm, I'm so humbled by the fans of Vanderpump Rules, especially because like, I haven't been on that show in years. I mean, I guess I was on it last year for like a hot minute, but it really does make, it like fills my heart that people appreciate what we put, like that we put our lives on the line that we share so much and keep so little to ourselves. Um, it just really makes it all worth it doing reality television. It's interesting, but I think you do forget sometimes that you're Kristen motherfucking Doty. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's my name. That's my name. I mean, when I first met you, I didn't know you were Kristen motherfucking Doty. I thought you were <laughs> a girl named, a gorgeous girl named Kristen. Oh, you call me gorgeous. I love you. Of course. Um, but yeah, it was really fun and it was really fun at the first, like our first thing when we did the lines of taking photos with everyone, it was fun too, because we were backstage and it was the only time I got to see the Vanderpump cast members. So I got to hang out with Lala and her mom and Jess and Katie was there with her mom. And I was like, Oh, the moms, I love the moms. I love my friends. So that was really nice. I saw Schwartz for like one second, but that yeah, it was just like, oh my gosh, our family's back together, even though it's not. Right. For one moment, it kind of felt that way. Hmm. I feel like sometimes the Vanderpump people like are like cooler than us. I don't know if they like, it's because they think they're cooler than us because they are still on this show or if it's just like what I think, but I feel that there's a different, I just feel like Jackson, Brittany, I don't know. I don't want to be a dick, but I, and I'm not I'm shooting myself in the foot, but here I am being honest. I'm not calling anyone out in particular. I do think that there are some people on Vanderpump Rules who really fucking think that they're like Beyonce, Jay-Z level. And I'm not even saying that it's a couple. I'm just saying because I'm naming, I'm saying a man and men and women alike. So I'm just saying, I think there are Taylor Swift or like someone so just like insanely famous that it's like, but like, dude, you're on a reality show still like humble yourself. This could be taken away from you in one fucking instant. And no one knows that better than you. Exactly. I, I'm just going to say for me, I will say a couple people yeah. at the same time, the 99% of the time, everyone's been very nice to me. Mm -hmm. And so it's, 
you know, I don't know. It's just like there's this air. There's a little stench to the air sometimes that I'm like, oh, I, f- I smell a whiff of I'm better than a lot of people. I see that in body language. I see that in certain things at times. Like, listen, yeah. Lisa Vanderpump's fucking rich. She built this empire. We all know I don't get along with Lisa, but Lisa acts the way she acts. She can act however the fuck she wants. She's on a just, it's like a different level. She's older. She has a lot of money. Like housewives kind of just are that way. That's why they have housewives. But I feel like when you're us, you just need to like slow your roll a little bit. Like remember where you came from. Really appreciate every moment that you have and that you are given. And I don't know. That's just how I feel. And I feel like Jackson, Brittany, and I are still very humble. Very much so. Jax has me blocked on Instagram and he texts me the very next day. He texts Brittany and I in a group chat and he was like saying how much fun he had and how happy he was that we had the longest line. That he was just like grateful. Well, that's great. Yeah. And I thought that was really sweet. I think from, you know, I didn't, uh, Jax rode with us to BravoCon from the hotel. Mm-hmm. And I do think... I don't know. From my perspective, I agree. I think mm-hmm. Jackson, Brittany very much appreciated it, loved every minute of being there, being back. And it felt like they were back to being themselves, you know? Yeah. And I'll tell you, I'll, you know what, just sorry to tap on, tap, tap onto that, to tag onto that about Jax. You're right. Because something I really noticed about Jackson, people will say like, oh, like back in the day, people, you'd be like, oh, well, Jackson's like, thinks he's too good or he won't, he's so rude and he won't take photos. I will tell you this about Jax Taylor at BravoCon. Our handlers and security and things like that were really trying to keep things very timely. So at times they were like cutting certain lines and being like, we got to move on guys. Sorry, there's too many people. And Jax would be the first one and I would follow. And so would Brittany. Jax was the first one to go into the line and start taking photos with people that did not get to come up to the front. So like, if that's not humble and appreciative, I don't know what the fuck is. And he still smiled really big when mm-hmm. some fans had his mug shot on their shirts. Oh my God, that was hysterical. <laughs> yeah, shout out to those girls. And I put this on my Instagram, but I'm so sorry, I don't remember your name. The girl that I met who said she was a Detroit Lions fan specifically because she has a crush on Dan Campbell, the Detroit Lions coach. I still think about you. <laughs> you live rent-free in my heart. <laughs> oh so, man. I just wanted to... Give that. Gotta love Dan Campbell. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, that was awesome. And then we had a little lunch inside like of a, a talent room, like a big ballroom type thing where we got to have lunch with like, it was just all talent, all cast. I will just say there's a, there were a shit ton of people there I did not know. And there was one giant table and going back to the below deck thing. I don't know how many below decks there are now. I think it's like one of the bigger franchises, but I'm not a big Bravo watcher, guys. I'm just not these days. I'm aware of like obviously the OG housewives and stuff, but yeah, there's a lot of below deck people and a lot of new shows and a lot of new cast members. So I I feel like I've been out of the loop for a hot minute and I should do some research. Babe, have I I told you this? I think I have. That you want to be on below deck? Not that I necessarily (laughs) want to be on below deck, but uh, some neighbors that are still friends of mine when I was in Indiana they were telling me over and over they're big bravo fans and actually when i when we started hanging out i told them and they were like holy shit are you serious how did that happen anyway uh because we're normal people who find relationships in normal places (laughs) right in some like rural neighborhood in, (laughs) in indiana is where i was at the time anyway 
they were pitching to me over and over because I love boats. I love to fish. This is like being a captain is a dream of mine. They were telling me, you need to be on blow deck. You are perfect for blow deck. Mm -hmm. Do this, do that. And like, go get certified, do whatever you have to do. I think you would make it. Did you talk to any of the blow deck people? Did you talk to Kate Chastain when we were out at the bar? Kate was the blonde one. She's She was on below deck. Yes, for but a little bit time. and not about that. Not about okay. She was asking me a lot of questions about me and we, I don't know, I guess okay. we talked about that. Sure. So I didn't ask. I, I honestly, I feel weird. And you weird. didn't talk to any other below deck people while you were there? No, I didn't. I just feel weird asking Maybe I shouldn't, but I feel weird asking like, oh, are you on a show when I just meet people there? I don't know. Right. I I don't know people. I also had never watched a full episode of anything on Bravo prior to Scannable. Yeah, that's true. I do get that nervousness because I, too, was not going to walk up and just start introducing myself to people and being like, are you on a show? Because it's it can come off rude. Like, oh, I don't know who they are and I should know who they are or something. Now, if someone came up to me and asked me that, I would not be offended. I would be like, mm, you should do your homework, sweetheart. But no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I'm not on a show right now. So anywho. Yeah. So we have so we're having this lunch and we did get to run into some friends. That was really fun. Amanda Batula was there. And that Luke was like, that girl looks really familiar. The, girl, the brunette behind us. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, Dirty I'm blonde, still trying but... to place... Who she she definitely looks like. Well, she somebody said she has a familiar face. Yeah, exactly, and that that makes sense to me. She's but the sweetest little cutie pie ever. She does look like somebody I know, and I don't I haven't placed who that is yet, but I will. You will. Yeah. Yep. I'll figure it out. Her husband was not there. Oh, he was he was holding down the lover boy fort. Is that a boat? No, the lover boy that the drink that you had, the seltzer. What? Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 That's their seltzer line. Cool. Yeah. We saw some Southern Charm people. Um, I saw MJ, Mercedes from Shaw's. I ran into Reza in the kitchen when I was running to go to the bathroom. I did not get to introduce you to Reza. Oh, that's right. Because I, you, I could go to the regular bathroom. Kristen had to go to the <laughs> talent bathroom. So she had to walk about a thousand more steps to get there. Oh, way more than that, probably. Oh my gosh. It was so far, but it was worth it. You know, I got to get my steps in. Right. I'm just curious. Yeah. If let's just say hypothetically I'm on a show and people start recognizing <laughs> people yep. start recognizing me, are they not going to let me use the close bathroom? The um, handler, or security, whoever, let's say in the future if down the road that is a situation. I don't know. Because I mean, t- I would typically insist. they want you to, I mean, I'm sure if you were like I'm about to die, I'm going to pee my pants, then they would just come in with you. But they just do it for your protection and for your safety. Because some people get a little tipsy. They get a little brave. Some fans get a little... Sometimes they're negative when they're tipsy and brave. Okay. You know, I've already experienced... I understand. I understand that you think you can handle it all. But the point is, like, you shouldn't have to and you're there to do a job. So it's like, they'd rather just work on not having to deal with it than having to figure out, like, how to deal with it. You know? Nobody wants to, we don't want to rain on a fan's parade. We don't, they're just trying to like avoid any type of conflict that could occur. So everyone has a wonderful time. Okay. But I'm sure if you really had to piss your pants and you were about to die or like poop your pants, they're not going to tell you you have to walk to the other side of the building. No, when I went in there and went pee though, there was like three other people in a bathroom that could probably hold 40 people. Mm -hmm. I mean, whatever. I just was curious. That's an interesting question. Yeah. Um, so then, yeah, 
what else? Um, we went to Bravo Palooza. That's where you had the margarita. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I that was Bravo Palooza. Where I was talking to Shannon. Shannon. I'm so, I've been so bad with names. I, I used to be very good with names, but Kristen introduces me to 25 new people every time we go somewhere. Yeah. And it's like my brain stopped registering everybody. And I apologize to everyone that I've met that I'm not as good as I used to be, but I will get better. That's okay. But yeah, so we went to Bravo Palooza. That was fun. Uh, Paige DeSorbo was there. It was her birthday. I didn't even get to say hello. So hi, Paige. Happy birthday. And I didn't, it was just, it was pretty packed. I didn't really notice any other Bravo people that I knew. Um, who did I run into to, in total though? So we ran into Austin, Shep, MJ, Captain Sandy. I said hello to Kate Chastain. I saw Tamara and Eddie judge, uh, and the OG of all OGs, Vicky, Vicky said, hi, we gave a little hug. That was great. And then I did see some stuff online, um, that Vicky got the lifetime achievement award for Bravo, Vicky Gummelson, who paved the way for all things Bravo. She has been on Orange County Housewives for 17 years. Wow. I didn't know any franchises had run that long. Orange County Housewives was the first Housewives franchise. Okay. And Vicky was on it season one, and she is still on it. So where does that 17 years? I'm just trying to do some yeah. math here. Well, Vanderpump has been now... 12, right? 12, uh, what's this year? 12 years since we shot the pilot. They're on 11 seasons. Okay, so... I guess my question is, you know, the show, the OC with Adam Brody and mm -hmm. Rachel Bilson and yeah. all those people, was that like around the same time that Housewives of OC started? Do you think? Oh, that's a good question. Because let's, that's let's the first Google. time I, I know there's what OC choppers or there was some motorcycle show about the OC. I don't know about that. Okay. The OC started in 2003. So, so that started a couple years before the housewives started. So I don't know. I was just wondering how the, the Orange County wave kind of got going and it's still and, going. Yeah. And the housewives of Orange County started in 2006. Interesting. Okay. And also, so just for reference for like reality TV reference, the Hills also aired in 2006. So that was kind of when like post real world road rules, all of that and then like Laguna Beach was just before that. So then we have like the Hills and Orange County Housewives, I think. And like Jersey Shore was like around that same time. Right. So that's when like right. the new version of reality TV post real world like really launched. Okay. They paved the way for peeps like me. Peeps like you. Peeps like me. Maybe maybe you'll get the Lifetime Achievement Award one day. <laughs> well, well, if Lisa won't have anything to do with it. <laughs> maybe. Oh, you know, Lisa's going to get it at some point, clearly. Yeah. Um, I also want to say something that was really fun. So that was basically all I was supposed to do. Um, and then very last minute, they had Jax, Brittany, and I do a little Bravo confessional that I can't tell you a whole lot about right now. But we got to do a few like announcements and talk about what it's like being in the Bravo family and what it, how our lives have changed since before Vanderpump Rules up until where we are now and things like that. But as, I had to pee really bad, like I said. So Jackson and Brittany were doing their thing. I run to the restroom. I come back. Jackson and Britt are gone. And there's this sweet woman in like on the, not a green screen. It was like a pink and purple screen. And she's talking about her love for Bravo. And she's dressed so adorably, colorful, bubbly. She's 84 years old. Her name is Ruth. And I asked one of the producers, I was like, oh my God, what show is she on? 
I said the same thing right before you Did came you? in, which was so funny. I said, what show is she on? They're like, she's just a fan. She's just a you fan. came in like 15 seconds later and asked the same question. So I was kind of laughing with Ryan. Oh yeah. So yeah. she's just a fan, not just a fan. Ruth is a fan, but Ruth's story was that she is in love with Bravo. It just makes her day and night to watch Bravo, keeps her going, makes her laugh, makes her happy. And she was supposed to come to BravoCon with a friend. The friend, I don't know what happened, but had to bail last minute. And Ruth's husband recently passed away. So she came by herself. 84 years old and not only still kicking and able to travel on her own, but she was witty. She was funny. Yeah, funny. She had sass. She was dressed to the nines. And... I went up and like said hello to her and she was like, oh, like she knew exactly who I was. She was like, Kristen, like I petitioned for you. I petitioned for you to come back to Bravo. Like I love you. And I was like, you know what, Ruth, I petitioned for you to have a show on Bravo. Like I want Ruth on Watch What Happens Live. That's I funny. really do. That'd be great. Like make Ruth the bartender. <laughs> Andy, do you hear me? Make Ruth your bartender. Well, but wait until I'm on it next because we, Ruth and I really had a moment. You know, and maybe the Golden Bachelor is going to open the door for that generation of reality show. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is Golden Bachelor finished yet or is the, next, is the finale coming the fina- up? Uh, the Women Tell All and then the finale. We have two more episodes. Okay. Okay. Anyway, and the Golden Bachelor, I, I just really think that can open some doors in all well, the different areas Well, who do you think reality. the housewives are? I mean, the ho- most of them are younger, but there are housewives... In their, in their 60s? No. Their 60s, okay. Right. Yeah. I'm not sure if anyone, I don't think anyone's older than that. If they are, they look damn good and they have a lot of Botox, <laughs> which um, I would too. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that was, yeah, that was our BravoCon and we were done. We immediately rushed back to the airport, played some slots, lost some money. We never really got to gamble. You really wanted to play craps, but there just wasn't a lot of time. I wanted to do craps or roulette, but I, I figure if I'm not sitting down for an hour, it's not worth my time. I'm not going to go like put a big bet on one number and walk away when I lose. Right. I, I want to play it and see how see how the table's going. And I couldn't handle the secondhand smoke in the casino. It bothered me so much more than it usually does. That's understandable. I mean, yeah. there I've sat down before at a table. And if someone's smoking on either side of me, I, I won't stay more than a minute or two. Oh my God. And this is coming it. from like an ex chain smoker. Like I used to stay up till four o'clock in the morning with Katie Maloney playing wheel of fortune slots. And just like someone would run out of money. We'd pass money. Like if I ran out of money, Katie's like, here's a hundred bucks and vice versa. And we would just drink like Red Bull vodka. And then when we got sick of it, we'd sip on beer and I would fucking chain smoke all night long. Ugh. Oh, Glad those days are over. I'm trying to think my first time in Vegas was. I don't know. I think like one of my first 10 times in Vegas for sure was when I introduced Stassi and Jax. <laughs> wow. What year is that? <laughs> that was in 2000 and probably 10. Yeah. So wait, has Jax met both of his longest relationships in Vegas? Oh my God. Yes. Wow. Wow, good good thinking, Luke. I didn't even realize that because he did meet Brittany in Vegas as well. Huh. No one would have ever thought of Vegas being the place you meet the love of your life. No. But yeah, Jackson and Brittany did meet in Vegas. I think Katie introduced them and Sheena. Wild. Wow. That is wild. Congrats oh to you, Jackson and Brittany. Yeah, yeah, for making it. Las Vegas is for lovers. Is, <laughs> is that what we're going to say now? Isn't that the saying? Las Vegas is for lovers. What happens in Vegas comes home with you. 
and then it you stays have, with you for the rest of your life. And then you have kids and, you know, all that good stuff. Happily married. All right. I like it. Anything else? Anything else? I don't know. I think that's pretty much, pretty much it. Um, and I will say this was, it was very different for me from the past BravoCon that I went to. I don't know if it was because it was the first BravoCon, maybe because it was in New York and probably because I was there all weekend when I went to the New York one. That was pretty wild. We had like a Vander crawl that year. There were people lined up. Like I'll find a video to show you, but it was like around so many blocks in Manhattan just waiting to get in to do the Vander crawl. It was fucking wild. And I just think I've changed a lot as a person since 2019. 2019 feels like a really, really long time ago. Four years, but like, oh, it just feels like so much longer. Same. I, I mean, I couldn't agree more. Like the way my life Maybe was. Maybe it was the pandemic, do you think? You or? know, in 2019, I was living in my RV. Wow. Yeah. I've moved probably four times since then. Well, you were in your 20s. Yes, I was 28. I wonder if it is the pandemic. I don't know. I think just lessons. My life has changed a whole lot, obviously. Um, a lot of learning, a lot of transformation, a lot of self-discovery, a lot of growth, which I do appreciate from the fans that I got to see at BravoCon and the ones that email us, the ones that DM me. You guys are awesome. And just thank you for appreciating that and noticing that. But, you know, I still got my little spark. The crazy Kristen, she's, she lives deep down. I, I will verify. I just use her for different reasons. Crazy Kristen still, <laughs> still resides inside of the body of okay. Kristen Doty. <laughs> Maybe not the one that you want to reside there. It's Well, no, I mean, I don't think it'll ever go away. It's just no. a matter of what percent yes. is it still there. And how I channel her. Exactly. It's, w- not, the when, crazy, it's not the crazy Kristen that I don't know. And you when know you, what I mean? When you, cha- when you channel her. Like the whole crazy Kristen, when, when we watch Bravo and we, or we watch Bravo, when we watch Vanderpump Rules and we're recapping, I'm like, I don't know her. I don't know that girl. I did not invite her. She a little batshit. But she was obviously, also she was gaslit and she wasn't treated well, but she didn't really have a chill bone in her bod at times. Right. My chill takes over. I'm, I've, I've grown. I'm grown. You know what I mean? So... I don't know. That's how I feel. I don't know. Just little stupid things. Like when I was talking to fans and I was like, oh my God, like everyone was dressed so fucking cute at BravoCon, whether they were like dressed, you know, cool in like their normal wear, if they were dressed up Vegas style, or if they were wearing like cool Bravo, like t-shirts and like wild fan type stuff. Um, I got a really cool bracelet from a girl that she makes stuff on Etsy Reality Tea Treasures, I see you. Thank you for my beautiful bracelet. This one girl, this stuck out to me as well. She was, I was like, oh my God, I really love your outfit. Like, you're so cute. And it was like, I think it was three girls together. And she goes, oh, it's from Target. And I was like, I fucking love Target. Don't say that like it's a bad thing. Target. You don't, yeah, you don't have to impress me. I'm a saver, not a spender. Like, I've said this before, guys. I don't blow money on like expensive shoes and purses and, and clothing and stuff. Like, hey, babe, no. Do you want to tell everybody how much my last suit... Well, you bought me a suit. Yeah, we have a Luke and I have a photo shoot coming up for something, and our we have a stylist for it, and they want like brighter colors. I'm like, okay, well, Luke's not a flashy dude, and you're not going to wear like a bright, bold suit. Well, I like no, probably not a full whatever four piece. I don't know how many pieces are in a suit to be honest with you, but I like blue. How much? How many shirts? Blue shirts do I have? Okay. That's great. But you asked me about the suit. Yes, 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 yes. We're getting, sorry. I got off track. Anyway, back to the suit. Anyway, my point is that you like Target. 
don't have to shop or spend tons of money, but this suit is less than a hundred dollars is yeah. what we're getting to. Because it's, because it's like, it's not something you're going to wear. I believe in spending on staples. I believe in high quality staples in your wardrobe that you buy for quality. But if it's something that you're going to wear once, wear twice, there's no need, especially for a photo shoot. Right. Yeah. Right. So we got a fucking suit for like 70 bucks. It was awesome. You know what's funny? What? Just, and I just realized this. How turned on you are by me right now? No. Okay. That's not what it is. But <laughs> I mean, if you're turned on, then we can put these mics down. No. Uh, <laughs> damn it. You, uh, the, the words. Um, <laughs> the realization that I just had was that if you took five pairs of underwear from my underwear drawer, it would cost more than that suit. Oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? Because like you said, the staples. I yeah, like you spend more on your underwear because you want nice underwear. Good for you. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's not really what I meant by staples, but good for you. How is underwear not a staple? I meant like staples in your wardrobes, like, a, like your uh, denim. Stuff people are going to see. No, denim, coat, uh, like sweaters, like a good quality, even like t-shirt, like a more expensive t-shirt, like something just good quality that you want to last. It's not going to like fall apart. Okay. That's fair. But underwear, you know, babe, I'm into it. <laughs> underwear. Anyway, we're rambling now. Um, so we just wanted to fill you in on BravoCon. Not a whole lot of sex, definitely some love, and a whole lot of what else matters this day. But I figured you guys just want to hear about what the hell's going on. So that's what's going on. That's what's going on. So, babe, hmm. I would do anything for love. But I won't stay up all night with you in Vegas if I'm not drinking. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I put my foot down and say, I'm going to bed. You are welcome to do what you want. We do not have to do this together. Okay. Vegas does not scare me being alone when I am hell bent on going to bed. (laughs) That's fair. Okay. What about you? I will not drink a yard of frozen Red Bull vodka (laughs) ever again. Okay. Not even if I asked you to. Uh, I feel like you were trying to kill me if you, if you asked me to do that. So uh, that's a red Definitely flag. Definitely not. Hard no, babe. Hard no. Restraining order against my girlfriend. She's trying to kill me. They're like, sir, did she poison your drink? No. She wants me to drink 2,000 milligrams of caffeine mixed with vodka. You tell me what, what she's trying to do. Yeah, for sure. Okay, you're ridiculous. Okay, guys. Well, we love you so much. Um, stay tuned this week for another VPR recap. Yay. I'm so excited. Uh, and yeah, next week for Sex, Love, and What Else Matters. Talk to you soon. Love you. Love you. Thanks for listening. Bye. Make sure to follow us on social media. You can follow me on all platforms at Kristen Doty and follow Luke on Instagram at Luke double underscore Broderick. Be sure to click the subscribe button so you can stay up to date with new episodes every single Wednesday. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.